So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. So today I'm going to talk about what I believe is the missing food in most keto plans. And I'm talking more about the traditional ketogenic diets. Um, and the reason I'm creating this video is because I, I, I watch other videos out there with people starting keto and I'm looking what they're eating. So I just wanted to create this video on what I believe is missing in a lot of these plans that are recommended out there. So when you're on a keto plan, the carbs that you eat are between 20 and 50 grams per day. Protein is moderate and the fat is anywhere between 70 to 80% of your total calories. And the big category of food that I think uh, people should include would be vegetables. Now, a typical keto plan doesn't emphasize eating more vegetables, but less because they're a carbohydrate. However, there's a lot of people that are consuming a lot of vegetables. I'm not talking about those people. So you have people that are deducting the vegetable carbohydrates to try to come up with this number right here. Um, I believe that you should not uh, count the vegetables in there. Leafy greens and other vegetables that have, are low on the glycemic index. Number one, um, they're mostly fiber. And fiber, even though it's a carbohydrate, does not influence insulin at all, okay? And you're never gonna find anyone that's gonna gain fat on eating vegetables. That being said, a lot of people have a problem digesting vegetables. Certain vegetables are high in anti-nutrients, like oxalates, for example, and spinach, which can actually cause kidney stones and arthritis and all sorts of issues. Other people are sensitive to lectins, which is another anti-nutrient and they have a lot of digestive issues. However, working with thousands of people, I have not found that to be the norm. It's actually a smaller group of people who have a sensitivity to the anti-nutrients. For the vast majority, they seem to do very well. And they might need to gradually work up to more and more vegetables. And I'm actually talking about a minimum of seven cups of vegetables, which is actually pretty easy to do if you break it up into two salads. But here's why I recommend it. Number one, uh, you can transition into ketosis faster because of the amount of minerals in the vegetables, potassium and magnesium. What we're trying to achieve by doing ketosis is to handle insulin resistance. That's a big problem to solve. And when you increase these two minerals and other minerals in vegetables to the point where you can get into ketosis faster and with less side effects, Okay. The side effects from the transition into ketosis, we call it keto adaptation problems, whether it's keto fatigue or keto rash, etc., can be easily solved by taking more minerals, sea salt, and B vitamins. And one of the ways you can actually generate more B vitamins is the actual fiber in the vegetables, which the microbes eat, and your microbes actually make B vitamins. And also you can create a more diverse uh, group of microbes by consuming 
different types of vegetables, different types of fibers. Now, in some of the research being done on epilepsy with, with, where they put uh, children on a ketogenic diet, one of the side effects is um, acidosis. And there's some real interesting research of adding in vegetables to the ketogenic diet and reducing that acidity. So you can actually reduce the acidity of ketones in general because they're acidic, as well as reducing the effects of the uric acid spike that does occur when you're getting into hardcore ketosis and when you're doing intermittent fasting, uric acid does go up. Uh, the solution for that is just to you know, change the pH by adding potassium or magnesium, alkaline minerals, and this problem goes away pretty quick. So in summary, if you consume more vegetables and don't count that into this calculation right here, and also realize that when you're counting carbs, it's the net carbs, so you're deducting the fiber. So that's another point right there that I didn't even mention. Some people don't even calculate net carbs, they do total carbs, which in their mind they think the fiber is gonna actually knock them out of ketosis, it's not true. So I recommend not even counting uh, this into your calculations, and also realize that you have the benefits of the phytonutrients, okay, uh, which go beyond the regular nutrients like minerals and vitamins. Anyways, I just wanted to mention this one point of emphasizing more vegetables on a keto plan because I think that is a very common missing food group uh, on a healthy keto plan. Thanks for watching. Hey, before you go, would you mind putting a comment down below to tell me what you think about this video? Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.